Hi, this is Nayetta. This is Dave. And welcome back to The Help Show for our final thoughts. Guess who's back, guys? D-d-d-David! <laughs> so, David, how was your trip? Well, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. But I'm back, and the trip was amazing. Thank you for asking me. It was a total, like, reset and refresh for my mind, body, and soul. Okay. So, you know that you... Last when you left currently, we were talking about the stage of changes. So, you know, I want to put this back for the stage of changes with you. So, how did you go through the stage of changes with your trip? Well, um, my trip was very fluid, okay. And um, one of the things that I was working on was finishing my uh, there's a few things that I had to uh revamp for the doctoral program acceptance, okay. And so in doing that, I kind of realized that I was failing myself and didn't have plan B, C, and D. Okay. And so I definitely worked through a lot of uh, pre-contemplation, contemplation to see what my next moves were going to be uh, and be prepared for all that. Okay. So what did you, can you kind of say what you did for your pre-contemplation and contemplation? Or is that like a big old secret? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, um... I was like, you know, what if I don't get accepted, which I won't know for another 30 days or so, and um, kind of putting all my eggs in one basket. So how do you feel about that? If you, do, if you look, he's going to get accepted. We already know that. <laughs> but let's say hypothetically, if you didn't get accepted, how would you feel about that? What would you do? Well, I had to, I had to think, do I want to go to work and face the real world, or do I want to look at a different program? And I chose the second one, a different <laughs> program. So I immediately started researching that. So look, he's already trying to escape reality. <laughs> so. Escape student loan repayment. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, so your preparation stage. So so your pre-contemplation stage, your contemplation. So you decided, okay, if I don't get accepted, this is what I'm going to do. So now you talk about your preparation, about you signing, I mean, getting for another program. What else did you do besides that, besides find another program if you you know, don't get accepted. Well, I had, I had to search within myself and basically do kind of like a pros and cons list of, of what it would be like to either A, go into the workforce right now, mm-hmm. or B, go into a different field and would I be equally as happy within, right. which is ultimately more important for me than like uh, career success because happiness will be, um, um, career, my career success will be based upon my happiness. So now let's kind of, so your action stage and so you're in the, the Dominican Republic yes. and you see all these beautiful women. Cause I know you was out there looking, trying to find you a wife. I know you date. <laughs> I know you trying to find you a woman. <laughs> you don't have to look very hard over there. And so after you decided that, okay, the doctoral program, if not, what else did you do? Because I know you going to a country that you never been to. So you've been somewhere you never been to. You got to like the, the, the language barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, the food, um, right. you had to, the, like the culture in, it's a culture shock. Right. Just imagine, I can just imagine me going somewhere and I can't even barely speak English correctly. Just imagine Spanish. <laughs> I'm seeing. So like, how did you prepare for yourself in that way? Well, myself, I, uh, I try to find friends. And so you make those local connections that can help you out. Okay. Um, that can kind of bridge those gaps for you. Uh, I'm friends with a barber now. I'm friends with the guy that owns a rental car. Is service. that how you got your little fresh haircut? You got I, over here I, with the little curls. You got a little curls over here. Take a look at 
two hundred pesos, I'd get a haircut every week. I was, oh I was, man! I just stayed fresh. And, you, yeah, any time. The barbershop is also a bar. So you so he's getting so he's getting drunk and getting a haircut. Every business is a bar and a barbershop over there. Oh it's, man, it's amazing. that's the yeah. life right there. That's the life for sure. They was doing they doing dreads too. I could have had me. I could have got drunk and get dreaded up, boy. That's the life. So, so you did your preparation stage. So you found people that could help you through the process. Mm-hmm. That's how you learned to cope. Mm-hmm. You know, with what was going on with the with the language barrier, with the with the culture barrier. Right. Um, what other actions did you take besides just you know, because after the lights go down and the lights gone, they can't go to bed with you, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just trying to know, David. So you're not telling me? So Google Translation becomes your best friend. Okay, okay. And it works offline, so you don't need internet service for it. And then your Spanish gets a lot better. If you're, you're basic or whatever, you, you start picking it up really quick. And um, even though over there they don't speak much English at all, even though it's a high tourist area. Okay. Um but I just um, submerged myself into the culture and surroundings and kind of just navigated myself through it after I got a few, um, some guidance. Okay, so now that you've done the pre-contemplation, the contemplation, preparation, action, how are you going to uh, maintain these amazing individuals that help you along the way with you know getting through the process of going to another country, um, dealing with the culture? Right. Like, what are you gonna do? What's your maintenance of this? How you, what are you gonna do? Well, maintain friendships. Okay. Um, I met an American who was American. Now he lives over there, and he actually is like a, a, a sales manager in like a vacation club. Okay. And so now, due to that, I now have a travel partner. So okay. we're going to be traveling soon later on this year. I like that. Um, okay. I'm also going to um, I'm going to make Spanish a priority, which I was working on already. But as you know, in school, it's kind of hard to really learn something totally different while you're navigating through grad school. Oh, trust me, I know. So <laughs> I, 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 I trust me, I really know. Right, right, right. Um, and um, I'm gonna take dance lessons. Oh, you get your little salsa. <laughs> I'm gonna get my salsa, my bachata, okay. my merengue, and I'm gonna try to speed that process up. Okay, okay, so, okay. That's my action. That's my maintenance to maintain kind of um, as culturally competent as I can in the Latin community. Okay. So um, you know, as I was over there, of course, I tuned in the show and downloaded, listened to my on my iPod, on the beach, and it's actually kind of relaxing to listen to some podcasts on the beach. You know, sometimes you just kind of get tired of reading. And um, I uh, I know that you kind of face a little challenge yourself, kind of a physical and, and mental challenge, like um, decided to take on a summit or something like that. Yes, so basically the summit is in Dallas, Texas, and it is rock climbing. And I was very afraid because I don't really do heights. You Number scared. one, I was I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do um I don't really do heights. And then also I was thinking about the whole free flow because once you get to the top, which you know what I was um, looking at, once you get to the top, you have to let your hands go and free flow fall. Let go, let flow. Whew. Okay, so when me first, you know, getting to decide if I'm gonna do this, like my pre-contemplation stage of that, I was like, no, no way. I'm not doing this. Like, this is not safe. You know, I was thinking about every negative thing and then I was like, you know what, Nayada? You're doing this for your listeners. You're doing this for your audience. You want to be able to experience these things you you know that right. you, that you haven't done before. And what better way to do the five stages of changes you, you than know. to, you know, rock climb. So. That was my, uh, you know, pre-contemplation. I wasn't going to do it. And then I decided, you know what? Let's do this thing. Right. So 
um, when I was doing it, well, I mean, when I was getting ready, preparing. So when I first got there, so this is how, how it goes. When you first get there, you have to sign in. So at first I wasn't going to sign in. But you, you're signing away your life, right? Yeah, you're yeah, saying, yeah, pretty much. I take responsibility if I fall, even though it's your equipment and your blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know about that. But then, you know what? I'm like, they're, they're going to take care of me. They probably have great insurance around here. <laughs> so, you know, let's do that. So you sign in. And then um, I met with one of the instructors. And um, he was so amazing. He basically showed, he gave me some stretching exercises. So you have to prepare. You just can't like climb up the top of the build, you know, up the wall and, you know, get to the top. You ha- It's like stage you have to go through. That's not a place where you want to cramp at. No, I don't. No, I don't want to cramp. Yeah. cramp at. Yeah, I want my pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my pinky toe to get cramped. So, so basically what happens is that he gives me these instructions and he tells me to stretch and he gives me all these different um, stretching exercises and then he's like how does that feel feels great so you know when you stretch they ask you how do those how do you, how do those feel because um, they want you to be able to get, you know like get those stretches out I guess that's how you say it but um, right the stretches emulate moves that yeah, you're yeah, making yeah. up and down the wall but right. my but my instructor Ethan which thank you Ethan <laughs> my instructor Ethan he um he just gave me the rundown on what I need to do. So also what he did, he put me into this. What is that called when you they put you like in a jumpsuit? Um, they put you like I, I don't know about the suit, but the, the gear that straps around you that'd be called like a harness. That's what it a is, harness. a harness. Uh-huh. So they. So how me, did that harness feel? It felt tight. They wanted tight on your thighs and tight on your behind oh, and well. tight on your all your areas. It was tight. <laughs> <laughs> that harness wanted, got an important job. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so anyway, so they I put the harness on, and they get and I get all I get myself situated. Oh, and then also they give you like shoes, so you, mm-hmm. they want to prepare. You got the harness, you have your climbing shoes because you this is equipment that you need mm-hmm. in order to successfully climb up this wall. So um, I'm physically I'm, now I'm like you know what I can do this. So I put it all I put everything on. Your shoes, the harness. Ethan got you all cinched up, right? He, nice Ethan, and tight. Ethan hooked me up, okay? okay. Thank you, Ethan. <laughs> so then, um, once you get to the wall, you have to decide how are you going to get to the top. So that's like more of your action stage. So I'm deciding like, okay, to get to this top, am I going to go to the white? Because if you go to the the white little, um, little rocks, then it, it's like a path that leads you up to the top. So those, those rocks, they're different colors. So those different colors uh, mean something, right? It's kind of different choices, different paths. Right. So, okay. So the rocks, so those, the colors mean you have like easy, uh-huh. which I did the, yeah, on the white, it was easy. <laughs> you had, and then you had the red and then you had yellow and you had some other colors. I did. Right. So I did, since I was a beginner and I never climbed before, I'm going to go to the easiest because I didn't want to challenge myself that way. Not yet. But eventually I'm going to come back to, I'm going to go back to the summit and I will challenge myself. And and you know, it's not even so much as that you took the easier path. It's just knowing where you're at Yeah. in that particular thing. In a rock climbing, that's where you're at. And that's important in life is knowing where you're at before you take that path. You know what? That is so right. It's just like you have, what are those goals called when you have, when someone gives you a goal and realistic. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'm looking for it. I was realistic about it. 
and right. not and not unrealistic. Right. So the path that I took was a realistic path for me in order to reach the goal that I needed to reach in order to get to the top, which I did. Did it twice. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Two times. <laughs> so that's the action that I took. So I stood back and I figured out what path I was going to take. I took the path. I executed and I succeeded. So the question you probably want to ask me. How are you going to maintain being a qualified beginner rock climber? Well, since you asked me the question. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to continue to go to the summit. Mm -hmm. And I am going to get lessons because I think that it was a great source of exercise. um, Because um, you can't see our our production guy. His name is Danger. He... (laughs) He had to climb up. <laughs> this is hilarious, Oda. So he had to climb up the wall, and oh, he whoa. oh my, and he had, he like he didn't have clothes on to climb up the wall. So if you you know you want to have workout clothes, on. Oh, so like his nude rock climbing. Oh yeah, so he just like he got he got suited, but um those um he only had the harness on the harness. It was in pain. Oh, <laughs> and then he was sweating, and he, oh, and then the rocks were the hitting. Lights. Oh my god, it was lights, so- camera, action. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh man, like that was funny. I'm sorry, Danger. And he was like, "Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, Naya, hurry up!" And he was like, the position he was in was so. I know it was uncomfortable, but Danger, y'all can't see him, but thank you so much. Like I had a good time, yeah, but it was funny. He had sweat, like he was like jogging in a marathon. I was like, "Dang!" <laughs> but anyway, so back to the maintenance stage. I just had to tell him that was funny. That that was my like funny moment laughing at my production guy with sweating but anyway <laughs> so the maintenance back to that so i'm just going to continue to keep going i'm going to continue continue to keep going um i'm they have lessons that you can take there mm-hmm. so i'm thinking like maybe three times a month it's a great source of exercise right. like i burn like i work out and i run lift weights i'm in shape but it was it was like almost doing a pull-up and that's a whole different type of... That's a whole of, different really workout. Is, but I, yeah, I was in the military, and that's just a whole different type of endurance. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard to explain. And the people that we saw, they were in really good shape. Yeah. Even the chicks were there in great shape. Yeah. They had, like, great legs and great arms. I was, <laughs> and I'm looking at, like, I'm the whole time I'm thinking, this is a really great thing for me to maintain my physique. Right. <laughs> the whole time. With that being said, I enjoyed... Um, I enjoyed immensely. I, I enjoyed rock climbing. I enjoyed the experience. Even with um, meeting with Dr. Bingen, having an interview with her, I learned so much about the stages of changes. I never knew that you could go. It it can it's, it was it's not hard. It's how you defined it. And what I learned also with even with the rock climbing, if you do not. If you don't finish the, the pre-contemplation stage, if you don't like follow through with that, you can't even start. Right. You can you can't even start. Like you you can just put this put everything down because well, once you figure out that you know what I'm going to do it because if you don't if you don't decide if you're going to do it or not, then the other stages don't even matter. Cuz pre-contemplation, that's all mental. Right? So once your mind's made up you're going to do it, you can usually follow through and do it. But if your mind already says no, Heck no, I'm not going to the top of that. Look at my cameraman struggling up there. I'm not going to do it. Right. Then you're probably physically not going to be able to do it and follow through to doing it. Right, because what I've also, what I learned, the ability to make these changes, like people have negative effects about 
the existing lifestyle. Like that, those are common habits when it comes to pre-contemplation. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they decide the habit could be positive or negative, and they can be a pessimist or an optimist when going through those stages. So going through the pre-contemplation stage. So the pre-contemplation and contemplation stage. If you don't do those two, there's no way that you can do preparation, action, and maintenance. Now with the preparation stage. When you went to Dominican, Dominican Republic, Republic uh-huh. like how, like explain, like how could you explain to other people the preparation stage, how it could go into like what you do for today? Oh, uh, pre-contemplation for taking the trip to Dominican Republic? Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, it just takes lots of research these days and knowing what you want, especially to spend a month outside of the country. But actually is probably equally as much preparation as preparing myself to leave here, hmm. leave my home, leave my friends, my family, hmm. bills, even though most things are on auto pay, things like that. Right. Those are things that um, were a big part of that um, preparation and, and working myself through taking that trip was handling things on this end first, okay. which you must do. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way, congratulations, David. Thank congratulations. You. So <clears throat> with the accent stage, like, so both of us did an action stage. You know, this this, this whole month has been nothing but action. Yeah, like, that's for lights, sure. camera, action, for real. <laughs> like, you went to the Dominican Republic. When I, when I hit that wall was when my iPhone 7 jumped out of my pocket when I was in Santo Domingo. Which oh, okay, so, okay, so I have to know about this. So. Tell me about this. Okay, so did it jump out your pocket? Did you get pickpocket? Which one was it? Sadly, was it? sadly, there's no partying story to it. It's like 11 a.m. I'm walking from a condo I had downtown to, I was headed to the mall. So you and, it was no party, no alcohol, nothing? Nothing involved. I had my Bob Marley man purse on my hip, Uh -uh. which I had that for a reason, because you're on vacation, you need to carry more things than you can put in your pocket as a man. Uh And it's stylish, and I pulled my phone out, (laughs) I look at my GPS, to see where the mall was, I'm walking. I don't like taxis everywhere. You don't you don't get a feel of the people on the ground. You know what's going on. So, and I thought I put my phone back in my satchel. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was in there. And about five minutes later, when I walk in the mall, I'm feeling for my phone to pull it out and turn on the Wi-Fi, and I realize it's gone. <gasps> Dang. Gone. Dang. So that was like a brick wall. I was like, why me? Oh, why me? That's awful. Yeah. Yee. Okay. Back to something positive. No. <laughs> So you went back to pre contemplation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I went back to oh, what I do now. Yeah. You know, um, I was honestly the, the, the things can be replaced. Um, the mm-hmm. the hard, the hardest loss for me besides not being in a capital city of two or three million people, uh, and with no way to get a hold of anybody, was honestly was the two weeks prior memories that I lost on the phone. Oh, that yeah. they didn't all make it on the iCloud for some reason. So because yeah, that would um, probably it probably would have been a really great book. Yeah, definitely. I mean, oh, some yeah. really beautiful pictures. Yeah. Um, so I walked in the steps of Christopher Columbus and things like that. And so some of those uh-huh. pictures are lost, but oh. memories are never forgotten. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh man, it was a happy story. It turned sad. Let's go to the main. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to the maintenance of that. What you learned from that? What you gonna do next time? Because I know you're going back. Whew. Yeah, I'm still gonna do some more traveling. Well, uh, it's pretty easy. I have this really cheesy tourist thing that you can wear around your neck and put your cell phone in that's also waterproof though. So it does serve a really good purpose because you can have it on the beach and it's a truly, it's like 15 bucks on Amazon and had Hyde had had my phone in there and around my neck, maybe tucked into my shirt so I don't look too touristy. 
situation would have been um, ramified. So that's what I'll do in future travels. I'm going to wear that phone around my neck like it's uh, um, public enemy in one of those clocks back in the day on an MTV video. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with Jack's interview, what did you take on the most from that interview? Oh, well, just one word just from hearing her speak was just was positivity. Um, positivity and drive and, and, and yeah, she's, um, you know, successful and, and made it in a certain industry. But yes, yeah, she's still humble. And one of her main goals is and she's, you know, relatively young is, is to give back. And so that type of positivity and message is just something that I like hearing from anybody, no matter who they are, or where they're at in life. But especially somebody who's experienced a greater deal of, quote, like Hollywood-esque um, success. Yeah. So that's what I take away from her. Okay. What about Dr. Um, Dr. Bingen? You know, um, she, she mentioned motivational interviewing, which is something that um, that I believe in and it's pretty important. Right. And um, it was interesting how she applied the, the stages of change to motivational interviewing and kind of uh, when clients walk in, what brings you in here today? Right. And when, when she said that, I was thinking of my, myself, um, you know, hearing that going to whatever, going to a therapist or going to a doctor or, you know, anything, mm-hmm. um, you know, what brings you in here today? And so that's kind of what I kind of um, um, thought over my head was that part. Okay. Okay. I like the fact that she had the vision board. I right. think if you if you if you touch it, you believe it, you see it, you can achieve it, and I think that's important. And it made me think about a vision board, like as far as like relationships, um, as far as Ooh. my education, as far as like you know what I want financially. I think about it in that perspective. So I like the fact that she did talk about a vision board. Yeah, so you must. So you can visualize it. Yes. It's so important. Yeah. Like what, what I know is about me with all these stages: pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. Like me attending graduate school now, I wrote all these things down. I how I was gonna prepare for school, the action, what I was gonna do, how I'm gonna maintain in my education. So that vision board would it's right up it's right up my alley. One of the things Dr. Robin said was that. Um, does this thing bring me closer to my goal or further away to my goal? Okay. And so I think that's very important. You can apply that to anything in life and wh- right. whatever's going on even that day. Is this bringing me closer to getting a new car? Or further away. Is this, or further away. You right. know, is this bringing me closer to losing weight or, or gaining weight, you know, right, or, right. or health goals? And also, also one other thing to kind of wrap it up with is that stages of changes don't have time limits. You want to, you want to, your maintenance isn't cha- reinventing it, it's keep doing what you're doing. Right. If something is working, you keep doing what you're doing. Here are a few things you can take away from the stages of changes. This comes from me, and I just say know where you're at. So it's important to know what stage you're at in order to know where you're going next. What I think is most important is have self-love. Because in order for you to even think about the five stages of changes, you have to love yourself. So... Uh, we have some film of you uh, working through these stages on the rock climbing, right? Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, all harnessed in and, that, and, and ready to go up the wall, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you can check out our YouTube channel, The Help Show, and you can go to all one word, the T-H-E, help, H-E-L-P, show s-h-o-w and don't forget to subscribe most definitely don't forget to subscribe for more information you can visit us on our website at thehelpshow.com thank you for listening and please stay tuned